Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started. Maybe it's just coming to an end. Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle. I don't know. Here we are, you and me. I am glad for that. French Rose Coffee from Trader Joe's, mixed with some Don Francisco's Hazelnut. It is delicious. Let's see what my favorite more sarcastic daily meditations <laughs> says today. All right. Today is the 23rd. Let's see. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm a fan of myself, of my books, okay? I think they're very funny. They're very helpful for me. And they come from healed pain. (laughs) Okay, ready? June 23rd. If you think something, it's the same as if you did it. Now, the reason I put that in there is because, you know. (laughs) Do you ever, like, think about going to a meeting and then you're like, well, I I, I planned on it. I didn't actually go, so, but I basically went because I thought of it. Or I, I would have gone to that rehab and helped that guy. <clears throat> I just, in the end, I didn't want to make that drive, but I did like think it like, so I basically did it. I don't know if you, you relate to that at all. <clears throat> I didn't greet at that meeting. I, I, I thought about it. I definitely thought about it when they asked if they wanted, if they, if they asked, when they asked if anybody would volunteer to clean up, I definitely, I raised my hand. I mean, I thought about doing it. I didn't actually do it, but I, I don't even know if I raised my hand actually, but I did think about raising my hand. So basically I did it. That's where that one comes from, from my experience with doing that kind of thing. I didn't actually like send that card, but I def I thought about it. Basically, I did. In my mind, I did. So I did, right? Do you relate to that? Silly. <laughs> Looking at yesterday's, when you see red flags, jump in a relationship and stay for years. 
raising my hand here. I've done that many times. <laughs> the day before that was, because of your history of living a life in addiction, you should definitely be offended by bad language. Anyways, I think that's funny. Well, we're going to do another quiz here. Like I said, I made all these big book quizzes that are designed to get one thinking about what the big book actually says, because it is fascinating how different the message is in the big book from the message that is common in meetings. And I love meetings. I go to a lot of meetings. But big book says one thing meetings quite frequently say the opposite so anyways i like to go over this let's do another one what do you what do you say are you ready I'm getting a lot of feedback about these little fun little quizzes and so i got some more of them in the hopper for you number one step two is considered a a step to do annually B, the keystone. C, the cornerstone. Answer? C, the cornerstone. Cornerstone is the first stone that one lays in construction. So it's important because everything is built relative to it. It is the first stone in the spiritual structure in the big book. Step two. The idea that maybe there's a God. Just that. Just having that. Just being open-minded. Enough to say maybe there is. That is what the big book calls the cornerstone. Talks about it a couple times. In Bill's story, oh no, in We Agnostics, yeah. Okay, where is that? Where is that exactly? Let's take a look. Open your book, if you will, to a little page called Pipe Down, Finding It. Uh, 56. Eh, we'll go, we'll read both of them. The first one would be 47. F second full paragraph, we need to ask ourselves well, one short question. Do I now believe, or am I even willing to believe, there's a power greater than myself? As soon as a man can say that he does believe, or is willing to believe, we emphatically assure him he's on his way, it is repeatedly proven among us that upon this simple cornerstone, a wonderfully effective spiritual structure can be built. And then go to page 56. Third full paragraph. Who are you to say there's no God? I'm talking about Bill here, but he's just open to the idea. In the very last paragraph, thus was our friend's cornerstone fixed in place. Pretty cool. Okay. Number two. At step 11, we pray for ourselves only. We never do this. A. B. We do this in the morning and the night. 
C. If others will be helped. D. If it has been suggested to us. As the big book say. Big book says. C. Pray for ourselves only if others will be helped. Want to read where it says that? It's pretty cool. Go to a little page called Hold On. 87. First full paragraph. I'll just read it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that would be shown all through the day what our next step is to be. It would be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no request for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. But we are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. Number three, the real alcoholic. A, often has common sense with respect to things besides alcohol. B, has lost willpower for all things due to drinking. C, isolates. Or D, tends to overthink things. Which does the big book say to describe the real alcoholic. Well, there's nothing in the big book in the first 164 pages that even implies that the real alcoholic, the trait of a real alcoholic is that he overthinks things. It's not there. There's nothing that says the real alcoholic isolates or has lost willpower for things, all things. But what it does say is the real alcoholic often has common sense with respect to things besides alcohol. It says we have willpower for other things often. It says we have splendid judgment, are perfectly normal, sensible, well-balanced, all kinds of stuff. Except when it comes to the first drink. In that regard, we are, quote, strangely insane, end quote. Number four, our very lives. This is in quotes, too, so this is a direct quote. Our very lives of as ex-problem drinkers depends on, A, our willingness, B, our fourth step, C, how we can meet the needs of others, D, our belief in a higher power. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers. The quote is, depends on our constant thought of others and how we can help meet their needs. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers. Do you know where it is already in the big book? Are you like yelling at me? sure somebody's yelling at me. Right about now, somebody walks by. What are you listening to? Oh, 
I'm listening to this podcast of this guy. He's, he's thumbing through the book right now, looking for something. It's really riveting. It's really good. Okay, it's page 20. First sentence on page 20. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers depend on our constant thought of others and how we can help meet their needs. That's what the big book says. Number five. The big book says we are to avoid A, people who drink, B, the deliberate manufacture of misery, C, movies that glorify alcohol, D, none of the above. Big book says we are to avoid B, the deliberate manufacture of misery. It says we are do not have to avoid movies that glorify alcohol if we're spiritually fit. We do not have to avoid people who drink if we are spiritually fit. We shouldn't. Goes on to say all that. But you know, this is they're talking about people who have gone through the steps at that point. Or on step ten or whatever. Um but if you want to go to a little page called one thirty three. First paragraph on that page at the top. A little more than halfway through. It's clear we made our own misery. God didn't do it. So avoid then the deliberate manufacture of misery. 33. All right, next. Our inventories should not be read to more than one trusting person. B, not be read to someone who will make them unhappy. C, should not be longer than 20 pages. D, none of the above. What do you think? Answer, B. Hermitory should not be read to someone if it will make them unhappy. It talks about how we might have to read it to more than one person because we want, we don't want to read anything to anybody that's going to hurt them or make them unhappy. So you want to read it to somebody who will understand yet be unaffected. Many of the times I've heard inventories that have hurt me. I wanted to tell you that I used to hate your guts. You never had any idea, but I used to trash talk you. You had never had a clue. You always thought we were friends, but we weren't at all. Do you feel good? I feel better. It says, don't do that. Quote, we have no right to save ourselves at another person's, or save our own skin at another person's expense. Let's see where it says that. You can go to page 74. First full paragraph, about halfway through. <clears throat> it can be one of our own family who we read our fifth step to, but we cannot disclose anything to our wives or our parents which will hurt them or make them unhappy. We have no right to save our own skin at another person's expense. Such parts of our story we tell someone who will understand, yet be unaffected. The rule is we should be hard on ourselves, but always considerate of others. All right. 
Next, if you're tempted to drink, you should A. Think of someone else. B. Call someone and talk about yourself. C. Go back to step one. D. Get to a meeting. What does the big book say? The whole big book says it's A. Get out of self. When Bill Wilson almost relapsed, when he was six months sober, he did not call Ebby to talk about himself. He didn't call somebody to complain about how bad the business trip had gone, the Mayflower Hotel. He called somebody to help. He thought of someone else. Lastly, for us, material well-being, dot, 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 A, was something that no longer mattered. B, always followed spiritual progress. It never proceeded. C, needed to be our focus at first. D, all the above. Doesn't make any sense. Answer is B. For us, material well-being always followed spiritual progress. It never proceeded. That is a direct quote. I want to give a shout out today to Chelsea and Podcast Greater Than Yourself and Black Rhino's International Big Book Study. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything is okay. I am out of here. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope you do the same. <laughs>